I know this is hard to imagine, especially in the time of social distancing, but what if you were in a crowd, not just any crowd, but a crowd that is lined up to meet someone famous, like a rock star, a movie star, Michael Curry, Desmond Tutu, or the Dalai Lama. Now imagine being in that crowd by yourself, no friends or family, because you have none, just you. You feel like an outcast on the margins of society, someone that no other person wants to be around, let alone touch. A person that others speak badly about and do not care to welcome or affirm their humanity. If you have been in this situation or just now got done imagining that situation, you either have known what it was like to be the woman hemorrhaging in the crowd or are now beginning to feel what it may be like. We don't know the woman's name and we don't know where she came from. She could be anyone. In fact, she could be any of us. She is unknown and just another person in the crowd. We know that she is sick and in need. She is tired. She has tried every route possible to help herself. She has spent all her time, money, and energy. And in the end, no doctor has been able to give her answers and heal her in 12 years. 12 years of physical ailments. Yes, the words in the gospel are about blood and suffering from physical ailments that cannot be healed. But I think this is more than just about physical loss. It is about the loss of one's humanity, life, and in turn, a loss of spiritual matters. In ancient Jewish religion, there were purity laws. and those laws, people were thought to be unclean and could not participate in temple and the community. One of those laws was that a woman on her menstrual cycle was excluded from the community for that time. Now, the woman in our passage today has been bleeding for 12 years, which means she has been excluded from society for all that time. She cannot touch or be near anyone, let alone be in a crowd. On top of that, the passage says she had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had. She was spiritually unclean and poor. She was doubly on the margins of society. Now, you may be able to fully imagine and understand what it must be like for this woman. She was not part of the community. She was on the margins of society, all alone in the crowd, desperate and seeking healing. The literal text says that it is a woman that is marginalized in this passage. I believe that this passage is talking about more than one person. I think that the passage is making the point that many folks feel like the woman in the story. There are many that are on the margins of society. The homeless, those who suffer from mental illness, those that are food insecure, the LGBTQ plus community, and many more. With it being Pride Month and the Pride celebration being held in Bryan today, the LGBT community has been on my mind, especially those that are my family, friends, and parishioners. I feel that the woman in the passage speaks to all of us and how the church welcomes. 
We all seek healing like the woman in the passage, more than healing from the physical problems, but full healing to humanity. To be recognized as one in the community and not on the margins. I think that is the healing that the woman received in the passage today and the healing that we all seek. The woman was unknown, no name, no place that she lived, just another person in the crowd. That is until she reached out for Jesus. She reached out and asked to be healed, and Jesus called her back. In the midst of the crowd, he felt her and reached back to her, asking for her. He knew she was seeking him. She was seeking healing and affirmation. Jesus was reaching out to heal her back to community, affirming her humanity. I think the essential part of this passage is in the words Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Because of her faith and because Jesus reached out to welcome her touch, to affirm her full humanity, he names her. And she is now daughter. She no longer is just a face in the crowd. She is a sibling in the crowd with all the other siblings of the community. The Episcopal Church strives to follow Christ in this healing of the woman. We say that we strive to respect the dignity of every human being in our baptismal vows. That means we strive to respect the humanity of everyone. That all are made in the image of God. We strive for that here at St. Andrews. And we strive to respect the humanity of all. We welcome all. I mean, it's written on our sign, the Episcopal Church welcomes you. It is one of the reasons that Jerry and I sought out the Episcopal Church because of the welcome of all. And what does it mean to welcome in the church community? Does it mean to allow folks just to join us and be with us in the pews? I don't think so. The crowd in the passage allowed the woman to just join them, but she was not seen, heard, or recognized. It was not until Jesus reached out to her and called her by name that she was affirmed as a member of the community, affirmed in her humanity. That is what is missing on that sign out there. The Episcopal Church welcomes and affirms you. I'm not saying that we do not strive to affirm all. We do. I'm pointing out what Jesus is doing by healing and naming the woman. He is affirming her humanity, affirming that she is made in the image of God, loved and beautiful, just like you and I, period, full stop. I'm pointing out that in the church, we need to welcome and we also need to affirm. That means affirming one's humanity through the inclusion of all parts of community, worship, prayer, breaking of bread, and all the sacraments. I strive for this and fall short at times. We all strive for this and fall short at times. Sometimes we need to sit and listen, hear the stories of others in the crowd with us, then sit and imagine what it must be like, and then we can love, love as God loves us, and continue to strive for affirmation and welcome of all. Strive to affirm folks as they walk through the door. Strive to affirm folks as they participate in all 
the sacraments and all parts of the church. Strive to reach out as Jesus did with the woman and welcome and affirm. And know this, as Jesus called a woman daughter, I call you brother, sister, and sibling in Christ. I affirm that you are made in the image of God and welcome in Christ's church. And I leave you with these words of my good friend, Sister Amore. You are beautiful. You are loved. Amen.